Where, where would you put M in there? M Fang? Mother Fangers? Welcome back to another episode of the Refactored Podcast, where it's our goal to suck a little less every day. My name is Chris Tonkinson. And my name is Frank Cole. And this is episode number 29, recorded June 15th, 2021. Frank, I have an update on something we covered a few weeks ago. We talked about the great resignation. Um, Just this morning as we record, uh, Fast Company runs an article uh, saying, you know, the the great resignation is here and and how employers should prepare. Ooh. I'm going to check and this out like, while we're talking. It's it's half bullcrap, in oh, my opinion. Like I'm coming in with out. a pretty strong. I'm pretty, coming in with a pretty strong opinion on this one. Um, so they're saying uh, they make some claims that I just think they sat on the face of it. They don't they don't hold up to scrutiny. Uh, they're saying that uh, Microsoft did a study and found that 41 percent of the global workforce would consider leaving their current employer within the next year. OK, <laughs> I'm remo- OK, is is that I, I, what, <laughs> you see where I'm going with this? I, I, you know, it's funny. There's a there's a comedian. I think it was I think it was Drew Carey. You know, he said, oh, you don't like your job. Well, there's a group for that. It's called everyone. And they meet at the bar <laughs> like, OK, I, I don't know. I don't know anything about labor statistics, but I got I got to imagine if you were to survey and say, would you consider changing your job in the next year? Forty-one <laughs> percent of people are always going to say Honestly, yes. They would consider says, it. Forty-one sounds low to me. I mean, I guess it would depend on how, on the well, question that, that even, you ask. Because if you know, that if would you even ask, further my point. Yeah. Hey, would you consider changing your job if your new job made you more money? Oh, look at that! One hundred and twelve percent said yes. <laughs> look at that. And there were twelve so percent me, that said yes twice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to me, I'm like, all right, this is this is not okay. So let's set that aside. Okay, um, and what they're saying, basically, the first half of the article is how uh, freelancing is the only attractive alternative to like nine to fivers in an office, which is just bullcrap. Uh, like, can you drop? Can can you give me something for that? I mean, I can give you. Let's see. Um, just hmm. fail or wrong or I mean, I've got anything this. negative. I've got That'll that. Work. I'll I've take g- it. Yeah, I mean, there's there's that. I also have. Uh, where 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 are they? I also have. Uh, oh, now now I'm gonna ruin it. Uh, I'm gonna have to. Where did it go? I'll find it and so I'll that, do it later. So, okay. Okay. So, so there, so they, so there's, there's a guy they quote in here that, it, that essentially boils it down the, the, the catalyst for this down to three, three primary forces. Uh, the first being the changing generation and okay. The, you know, I'm not going to say yeah or nay to that because I, I think they're well, I mean, valid, valid points generations there, right? change. They're different each exactly. time. That's right. the earth is um, round film at 11. And then uh, the second thing is the economic crisis, which I mean, is there a crisis right now? I don't know. I don't know what the economic crisis exactly means. Okay, you can't just that's, you know, that's like just, you know, it's just saying COVID. No, no, no. This is just. The economic crisis. That's the second there's gotta, point. Oh, that, okay, but there's got to be some explanation. Okay, so how? No. Why? <laughs> no. It just says. Just, it just, just says the economic, economic crisis. crisis. That's it. Now, of course, the second like, of course point it's is just economic crisis, that, all caps, in an exclamation point. That's the whole argument. Period. Okay. Period, right. Yeah. Great. It, I mean, it's got to be recognized that a lot of people did not make it out of the out of the pandemic, smelling all of roses. That's. I mean, that's lots like, of companies. Yeah. They. I mean, it was a rough. Yeah. It was a rough go. And still is and still is. But yeah, but calling it an economic crisis, I think, is a bridge too far for me. That doesn't like, yeah, we have there is employment turmoil right now. There's no doubt. And there are a ton of people, good people who have skills that can't get work. And that's a problem. Mm -hmm. And there are ironically also lots of companies who have openings that can't fill them, um, which is something I've been hearing talked about lately. Like we have all these workers and we have all this demand. Why are they not meeting? And like, we can get into that whole thing. When I, when we talked about this before, did I share my, my theory on why that is? I can't remember if we talked about that. The notion that I don't know. Okay. So my, my theory on what's official, Official refactored tangent time. <laughs> so in or sidebar, I'm sorry, we call it we call it the sidebar, the sidebar. Um, so the so my working theory is that the companies that were the hiring that every company was supposed to do in 2020 got 
completely sidelined. Hey, crap's going, you know, crap's going down. Let's just batten down the hatches and ride out this storm. 2021 rolls around. Everyone goes, okay, that's enough of that. Screw it. We're going back to work now. And that's what companies started doing. And so now they've got a backlog of hires going over now 18 to 24 months rather than 12 months. And so now there's this big rush to fill all the slots that you didn't fill in 2020. In contrast, the people who would apply for those jobs, that that has been slower opening because it's easier as a company to say, okay, we're going to you know resume normal business as much as possible. But the individuals inside that company are still going to be a little more uh, apprehensive about doing so. And so you've got now this all this demand and very little supply. And so what I expect is going to happen is that you're going to see the supply catch up in the latter half of this year. Now, that's why I initially found your article interesting because, you know, the 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 title of great resignation kind of lines up with that. We're going to have this big influx of people who are going, "Yep, time to get back in the market." And that's going to mean a lot of resignations. You're going to see a lot of um Backlog. Well, that's not people getting. Churn. That's 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 people getting back into the market. The yeah. great resignation is people who already have jobs finding other ones, which is just like globally as a as a as a whole. That's I just said a whole uh, as a whole. That is just. <laughs> It's, it, look, it's, it's yeah, it's Friday, man. We're, we're loose over here. That's um, what's Friday. It's Tuesday, but it's Friday for me since I'm uh, I'm out of the office tomorrow. Um, uh, I'm already drinking. It's got to be 8 a.m. somewhere. You yeah. know? <laughs> so so uh, and as a whole, that is just that is just a massive amount of churn. And yeah. that's and that's something like that's yeah, it's something a massive amount be, of churn, but it says resignation. Yeah. I'm talking you. I feel like we, you, you yeah, said something you're talking about employing. I'm talking about, you're talking about employing catching up and people coming back to the workforce. No, I'm not talking about coming. No, I'm not talking about. No, I'm not talking about people coming back to the workforce. I'm talking oh, okay. about people who are in the workforce. So, so employer. I guess I should have better clarification. Employers battened down the hatches on what their hiring was, and they just kind of rode the storm out. Employees did the exact same thing. Hey, I was going to get a job, or I was thinking about looking, but now with all this stuff, screw it. I'm just going to keep my head down, stay employed. Make money. Okay, your wording there was still confusing. It was, it was bad wording. You're looking, you're, it was you're bad wording. Currently employed individuals who would have otherwise changed jobs, and now there's a backlog of people that wanted to change anyway. Right, but they're still okay. they are still not 100 percent ready to do it, even though the companies are. So it's a what I'm saying is it's a lag time. The companies are ready, and that's why you see all these listings, but there isn't a lot of supply. You're going to see that supply loosen up especially the latter half of this year, as soon as they start doing, we've got one more age group. We've got kids for um, vaccines. As soon as the mm-hmm. kids vaccine stuff goes through, we are at 100% coverage in terms of who can get the vaccine and who is in theory now vaccinated. At that point, life goes well, back be to this fall. So this fall, it's it's I think they're predicting down to kids six and older. They're still the youngest uh, the youngest tranche that won't have it until next year, probably maybe next year, maybe the, maybe the end of this year depends on who you talk to. It's, it's, it's coming. It's coming. It could be at the end of this year. It could be beginning of next year, but it's a small group. And even that particular, that group, you know, I have a, I have a kid in that age bracket and they, they, they're not, it's not transmitting with the frequency. They don't have the symptoms and things like that. So I, I, I mean, it's an, and that besides a point. So to what you're point. saying, though, you, you think that there are people, the normal churn you would see in a in an otherwise regular market has been delayed. And you yeah. think all of that latent churn is going to catch up now. Yeah, dam's going to break. And then that and that's going to be your that was going to be your great resignation. That's what I when So when you first described it as the title, I went, oh, yeah, that kind of lines up with what I suspected. But now you're saying stuff about freelance and people going back into the market and people who have been unemployed. And that's who's resigning from stuff to go to freelance right now that I, I'm just I, I don't know. And that's and that's know. one of my. So so the first so the first point is the changing generation, which is which is always potentially true. I apologize for the background noise. The second was the economic crisis. And like, how do you define that? What are you talking about? Yeah. And then the third is the realization uh, that people have had that they can have a different social contract, spending more time with family when they work remote and skip the commute, which I think it's true. 
right? People understand that the work can be done from home. And there are a lot of people who are at home now staring down the barrel of a return to work request or demand thinking why this worked for 15 months. Why can't it work next month? Right. I think there is a lot of that. Well, yeah, but that's also, Um, I think there was a high profile. Was it Google? I think was going to force everybody back in the fall. And so they're anticipating like a lot of new ex Googlers as soon as that happens, because other, other Valley companies and other companies period have embraced it. And the ones that don't are just going to hemorrhage. Great, great. So now I'm going to get this influx of applicants who have uh, fang on their on their resumes and they expect me to, you know, roll out the red carpet and worship the ground they walk on because they worked at Google for half a semester. Fantastic. That's that's great news. That's that's really good. Nah. news. <laughs> the, name, put, the names don't do anything for me. Well, no, that, no, they don't. That's exactly the point. But a lot of these candidates think that it should. And they walk in the door thinking that they're just going to, you know, you know, God's gift to your company because they worked mm. at Google. The, the fangs. Oh, my gosh. You want to talk about a red and an inadvertent red just, flag? Ugh. Can we also just talk about fang itself? Like, yes, that's, we could talk about fang. The, itself. Like the acronym is just wrong. Well, OK, so hold on. Fang, F-A-A-N-G, Facebook, Amazon, Apple, Netflix, Google, all big names in the tech space. That's what that's what fang mm. means. It's, it's yeah, people who were like, like fang companies. Yeah, okay, but that's, yeah, th- th- that's, that's fine. But like four of them are large employers. Netflix is not, Netflix does not employ 40,000 software engineers. No, but Netflix, Netflix is a small company. And where is Microsoft on that list? Okay. <laughs> like, I, I don't <laughs> understand. Good, and Twitter, like there are, there are large and either established or cutting edge. And that's like a sliding scale I'll, I'll create for the purpose sure. of our conversation. Yeah. There are other companies. And I know, I understand fang just means large hot employers in the valley i get i get that that's, that's what, what it yeah. means right and you My can't have issue, them all i'm in just there. being the old man yelling at the cloud oh, okay. like all the right. acronym is wrong the acronym itself is anachronistic at this point like well, the, netflix mean, is netflix is in there because of netflix's is, is that how you would because say of their reach it? Ne- because well, Net, the reach Net, and their technical netfly netfly netflix not not to be confused with with Netify, Net, Net, Netify, Netlify, 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 Netlify. It's Which not is the same thing as headless, Netflix, headless browser, uh, headless uh, <laughs> CMS, headless CMS. Anyway, uh, so um, Netflix is on there because of their technical prowess. They have a huge library of open source. They are constantly at talks. When we had conferences, they were at talks talking about their the complex no, I, I infrastructure. Like, I, that's I why they're in that list. Name, but it's like that's it's why like, they're oh, a name. we need a we need a consonant towards the end of the acronym, and well, we maybe. don't want it to be Microsoft well, sure. because yeah. you know they're the well, evil well, empire. Well, or something. Fang is an actual word. Fang, no, not Fang with two A's. I mean, but you can it's say not fang. an actual where, word. Where would you put M in there? M Fang. Yeah, my point, Mother Fangers. <laughs> Like, what are you thinking? Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I think I, 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 I think I think I got nothing for that. Of course you don't. That was that was priceless. I think Microsoft is not in there. I think that's an overt kind of slap at the old guard. I think it's an no, overt it slap at it old is. guard because the other ones no, are, we, are sort of the new the new hotness, which and, is which is funny because Google is at the end. And, and I pointed out last week this kind of growing awareness that Google and Microsoft have sort of flipped places over the last a li- decade. A little bit. I think Microsoft is still very much Microsoft. I think Google has just moved more in Microsoft. Google has moved in Microsoft direction more than Microsoft has moved in Google's direction. If you get my meaning, I think it, so in terms of direction and magnitude, I think you're correct, but I think it's what, what gets lost in that simplified analysis is the fact that Microsoft has moved. Mm-hmm. That's big. And, yeah, oh, and the distance yeah. that they have covered, sure. given their scope and scale and history. Yeah, I think that's underappreciated. OK, that's, but yeah, I'm, you're right. You're right. Google. Google's gone more to the dark side than Microsoft has come to the light. But Microsoft has been shifting towards the light in a, in a pretty substantial way. I, I think, think that gets lost. I agree. But I still just cannot get over the fact that a company had a motto of don't be evil and they had and to they change got rid of it. How <laughs> in the hell? Yeah. It's, it, I, I, it, it, it boggles my mind. How can that you can do any, 
We don't. We, How we, can you not beat like, that bar? How can you not beat that bar? It's like, it's like what, I'm just picturing an episode of Seinfeld where, like, like the the shop owner has on written on the front glass of the storefront, like, we don't kick dogs, and then you see the guy there scraping it off the window. Right. Exactly. Like, like, like the just, optics are just insane. How could you? How can you not meet that requirement? And and more importantly, what were you doing that you had to change it? That's the part that just blows me away and you know what you know what even like let's let's suppose that there were good motivations let's suppose that there was a good rationale there let's suppose no it was explainable no no no, 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 no. It's not, it's evil. Not. this is a thought experiment this is okay. a thought experiment right, let's suppose right. playing devil's let's advocate suppose, <laughs> i am i am no i'm not actually i'm making a broader point here let's suppose oh i see what you did there let's suppose <laughs> that there were a legitimate reason for doing it and that okay. they moved it from don't be evil to something equally acceptable. All right. Okay. Let's then that's true. Sure. The fact that nobody knows what it is now is a humongous uh, PR failure. That's true. <laughs> uh, that's actually, you know what? Let's see. Google don't be evil. New motto. Let's, let's see if I can find, let's do a little duck, duck, go. Uh, there's a time article that came up first. Let's see if it's got it. Uh, dropped the, this was in October, 2015. So they dropped it a while ago. They dropped the don't be evil mantra. Oh, yeah, this was years conduct. Ago. Uh, oh, here we go. Employee. Here's the new, the new code replacing that. Don't be evil employees of alphabet and its subsidiaries and controlled affiliates should do the right thing. Follow the law, act honorably and treat each other with respect. You know what this is? This is a head tilt at China. It's a lawyer. It's a chi- no. It's a head tilt at China. It's a head tilt in China's direction because in order, you know, they're following the Chinese laws, which mm. we as Americans, you know, re- you know, roundly reject. In you know, <laughs> we don't round people up. We don't disappear individuals who disagree with the government. And they wanted to, you know, it's a it's a big yeah, market. It does, it does sort of it does sort of make half a news cycle whenever whenever a larger company begins operating in China. Mm-hmm. A part of the story is always what they had to do to get there. Um, mm-hmm. You may have a bad point, but either way, my point stands. That was written by a lawyer. Oh uh, yeah, a and team, it's, a team of lawyers. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. Here. And I'm sorry, you lo- like you, nobody knows what it is now. It doesn't yeah. have the same punch. It is it is effectively the same on the face of it. But as you say, I, I, I'm, I'm inclined to agree with you that it's it's actually uh, it's it's actually giving them an out. It's totally right? even though them- it sounds like the same thing and more specific. Right. This is a this is a more concrete uh, objective. It's a more concrete goal. Yeah, it's and, yeah. and I'm I'm continuing to glance through this article. Don't be evil had attracted a share of criticism for being ambiguous and potentially hypocritical. Well, I mean, if they're hypocritical, hey, I've got an idea. How about you stop doing the evil thing that you're doing? Like back to back to Jim Carrey references. Stop breaking the law. <laughs> That's right. It's, I mean, it's really, really simple. <laughs> but the new motto says they have to obey the law. So this is this is all on the up yeah, and up. Yeah. Now, but they the fact the fact that and again, that's that's my point. The fact that nobody knows what the new one is. They lost. Yeah, like they lost the PR battle on that, regardless of what it is. And I'm inclined to agree that. Yeah, this yeah, that is was, like was a, probably not. That was not. a. I don't think that this was is a, a wise skeevy move. workaround. This no, is a skeevy no. workaround. OK, so anyway, so so back so to anyhow. back to fa- back to fangs. I think that's a huge red flag. And I actually I actually um, grill those kinds of candidates more closely because. The those candidates, if you're not careful, a lot of them just trade on. Oh, I worked at Google. Oh, well, then you must be amazing at everything. You know, that's the, that's sort of the the mindset for some of them. And so. I have to see. Look, I haven't gotten that. We've, I have we've to had look, a different experience with those candidates, because I haven't gotten much of that. I have to look closely at what they what they've actually done, and and how they've done it, and how much they've actually you know if they're telling me a so story, you, so how much of this did anybody, they actually do? You know, anybody looking for a DevSecOps job out there, <laughs> contact Frank and just put all mundane companies on your resume. Just reject, replace them. It doesn't matter. And then Frank <laughs> won't review your documentation with. That's what I'm That's suggesting. What I'm That's clearly what I'm suggesting. Yes, yeah. That's clearly you got to read between the lines, folks. <laughs> <laughs> it it happens. Is my point. It happens, and it's annoying. 
and it's it's not it's not right and it's not fair to the people who actually do you know a lot of good work at these at these companies but you but you have these people that you know go in there and like i said uh do a do a quick stint and then jump back out and think that that's somehow going to propel their career forward into some you know executive seat and that's just yeah, you know, that's that's not how it's it's going to work. And so you've got to just it's something that that, you know, as a as a reviewer, it's something that I'm on the uh, I'm on the lookout for. Um, I mean, if the if the work's legit, if the experience is legit, then great. But, you know, it, yeah, it, I've never it, like I said, I, I, well, we just have different experiences. I've never experienced that um, as a as a generalization. Have you have you inter- I mean, I know that you're you're interviewing is much more geographically restricted. I mean, how many actual I've interviewed I've interviewed folks from around. Yeah. Yeah. I just never had that same. Hmm. Oh. <clears throat> anyway, so the the so I think this last point that that people, you know, realize that they can have a different social contract. That's that's flowery language. They realize they can work from home and why shouldn't they be able to. Right. Let's say that plainly. But yeah, but yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, so this is more of a, this sounds to me like it's making a case for remote work rather than well but here's, but here's my issue so like so like they're saying the great resignation is changing generation economic crisis and and realization that work from home is is possible yeah spending more right? time with and family so, when they when they work remote and skip the commute that's that's working yeah, remote okay. that's nothing so to do like that's well yeah but that's obvious and that's boring then okay. they go into like a whole half a page on that's because everybody's freelancing now because freelancers were successful during the pandemic because they hit the ground running and they already had contacts and they had established business and now people are leaving the the implication here is that people are leaving their nine to fives to go work on fiverr well hold on like yeah well, hold on a it's second a, it's it's a leap that i and and i've talked about this with some of the some of the folks in my office and they read the article too they're like this is how do they make this leap it's, well, it's i can tell you how they make this leap i'm looking right at it i'm not going to give them i don't want to give them free air here but the person who is quoted and obviously is filling in oh, a no, lot of this writing of the, is, yeah, yeah, is, is, is runs one of these freelance talent platforms yeah, yeah so, this is called I mean, this is called native advertising yeah, that's exactly what this is for this yes. article to be written or and put or, freelance in the spotlight because it's fast company and yeah exactly yeah, or or another thing that could have happened the uh, the writer of this article article there are a number of services that you as a writer can reach out to other people for quotes and things like that um you know f- like looking for an expert it's a great way for for writers to get quotes oh, yeah. and it's a great way for you to get your name out um i've yeah. used a list called uh harrow h-a-r-o help a reporter out it's really that it's totally free and it's a cool way to get your name out there i've done it a bunch of times i've gotten quoted it's fun um but there are so your entire career is astroturf. That is what you're saying. <laughs> so yes, but there are, in some cases, some of the requests for quotes are thinly veiled offerings. That hey, you write the whole thing, and I'll just print it. It'll be my name yeah. on it, but you get to yeah. write the content and drive it, and yeah. no money has to change hands. But there are absolutely situations, like you said, native advertising, where you pay for an article to be written up that's exactly what this sounds like one of the two yeah so so that was a whole distraction that i thought did not bode well for the overall credibility or readability it was just like painful to read no this is Um, later on they say hey like here are some tips to and there i think there's some stuff to talk about so let's let's focus on the tips since the premise is obviously bunk but eh, bullcrap so we think this um, is true we do have we have discussed a now a legitimate reason why a great resignation might be happening. I just explained it. 2020 backlog of 2020 hiring. That's what I described. So, so I think I think, yeah, I think I think a lot of living situations have changed because sure. people you've had the urban flight. That's uh-huh. part of it. Work from mm-hmm. home is very innately tied to that. The yep. time back to family and the reprioritization, right? The realization that, wow, I spent this much time away from my family before. I don't want to do that anymore. And I've talked to people that are willing to take a pay cut in order to have the lifestyle that they're looking for. Right. And so that's, that's definitely part. So what is the, what is the advice for a company? So one of the, one of the things they mention is um, working on developing your, your management team. Um, and they make the assertion in here that employees don't quit companies. They quit bosses. Well, and I think that's not helpful. I think that's, I disagree not, with this. Now, I was going to say it's not true. wrong though. Yeah. It's, it's no, at least people, partially true. People don't quit jobs. 
they they may quit bosses or they may quit companies who have a bad culture. They do quit companies. They don't quit jobs. Is oh, okay. So my, you're broadening it from just bosses to more. They quit companies. They quit culture. They quit yes. the things around them. It's not necessary. Although I mean. You quit, I think you quit your immediate boss or and or you quit the broader culture. That is that would be my change to this. Yeah, um, I don't think it's yeah. fair to say people because it's saying they don't quit companies. They quit bosses. And that's I think that's reductionism to an mm. that this is not this is too reductionist for me. Yeah. I mean, they're saying don't be a crappy boss, which I can get behind, you know, as right, a message. Right. and then and then they're saying, hey, OK, why don't you, you not know, suck at being a boss. Yeah. And then but but the whole thing is like disconnected. Like, why? Why is this part of the. I don't know, it it feels like this is general kind of leadership advice for a company. This is in no way connected to this resignation thing. Mm -hmm. It's just like, oh, well, we're going to take this uh, longstanding trope in the management philosophy world and plug it into this article because we need more words. It's not bad advice. You yeah, need to be developing your managers. You need to have a program, especially if you're in uh, if you're in a position where you expect, um, you know, a greater amount of churn as compared to some other industries. You need to work on like developing your contributors so that you have a pool to move into management. You need to work on your management so that you have a pool for promotion into senior leadership. Like that's sure that's a thing you yeah. need to be concerned about, kind of regardless. Um, and I don't. I, I don't know. There's a direct impact on this. And then the last thing they said that I, that um, I'll actually comment on is the uh, connecting your employees to your mission, vision, and values. Um, and I do think there's something there. I do think that there's a tendency for employees, especially in a larger, I think it is easier in a larger organization to disconnect from the mission, right? So we're helping people X or we're facilitating Y or we want a world where Z. Um, I think we get caught up in the day to day so much. And we, and I know I've been guilty of this, of not making sure, you know, cause I over repeat things like what I care about and how I think about things and how I want the culture of the team to evolve and what our mission is within the company. Um, and I've seen where maybe I've been lax on trying to also instill the mission of the broader organization in with that you know, I, I was talking about the chief repeating officer. If you, if you manage mm -hmm. people, you are the chief repeating officer. Mm -hmm. um, it's the true. company mission, I think I could do a better job at including that in my things that I need to be repeating. Well, it I would say it depends. I mean, yeah, you can repeat it if it's worth repeating. A lot of times, you know, there's I, I, I think this notion of mission, vision, values are is, is a good it's a good thought exercise, but it really just boils down to th those three things are all seeking the same thing, which is buy in from employees, from customers from the general public. And so if you if you get the if you get the emotional buy in, yes, I like what this company is doing. I like how they're doing it. I like why they're doing it for any, you know, any of those, okay? Then then it's a then it's successful. Um but this you know, the need to have something very formal and overt and things like that. I mean, you you need it to be written down, but it's more about the exercise and less about checking the boxes. Um you know, I've seen companies do, okay, what's our mission? Okay, what's our vision? Okay, what's our values? We have to have all three. And yet, over the course of a conversation about, you know, sometimes the mission statement is all the definition you need. And then you're just restating or just getting more um, um, flowery language, excessive extra language with the, uh, with the, with the vision and values sometimes. Um, let me put this another way. Cause you're making a, you're I don't know if a, I agree. Yeah. I'm you're making, making a, a weird, like you're gonna, making a weird face. I'm getting ready me. to disagree with you. So here, let me put it. Okay. One sentence summary here. Okay. If, if your message, however you define it and your goals are genuine, you don't need to rah, rah your team because the mission and the goals take care of that for you. If it's understood, if it's, you know, if however you express it, whether it's whether it's expressed or implied, you know, sometimes sometimes the company itself, the work that they're doing is it's self-defining. You know, you see this in um, like an easy way to nonprofits, um, social good, social contract type stuff. You know, the work that they're doing, the work that they're doing is the goal, is the end in mind. And so you don't really need a whole lot around it because 
the work itself is explaining what the, what it is that they're there to do. Um, I, for example, um, one of my first jobs early on was with a nonprofit. It's called Destination Imagination. They are a creative problem solving organization, and their their um, their theory is that creativity is not an innate skill. It's something that you can learn. It can be taught, and so they have these programs that go into schools and help students learn creative and imaginative thinking. And it's, you know, you're, you're teaching kids creative problem solving. Well, what, why are you doing that? Because I'm teaching kids creative problem solving. Because it's, <laughs> it's a good thing. Like it's a good, it's a, it's a good, innately good thing to do. And, you know, there are deeper, you can get deeper into it, but you, I mean, it's all right there, like right there in the, in the, in the output. So, um, it's easy to rally behind that, but you don't need to do that. I mean, as long as it's understood, as long as you're expressing it. And so whether you no, call it a see, mission, I'm, a I'm, vision or a values no, or all I'm, three or just one, I think it's fine. No, I'm disagreeing. And I think the fact that you're lumping them all together and conflating them and mixing them up with objectives. And I think I think that's a that's an indicator of. of yeah, we'll fight. That's an indicator. There's there is a certain posture, I think, when you're okay. talking about this that needs to be had. And I think you can't be lax about how you approach this mission, vision, values. Another way to say that in order, mission, vision, values is uh, goal, objective and operating principles. And I don't think anybody would disagree that you need to have those clear with your team. Mission, vision, values is just the corporate way of saying goal, objective, and principles. And I think, I think they do need to be clear. I think they do need to be defined. And I think they do need to be repeated um, because yeah, there's, there's the, there's sort of the uh, nine to five, let's call it the white collar corporate version of realpolitik uh, where I'm here, I'm trading my hours for dollars so that I can support my family. And that's, mm -hmm. you know, that's all right. And so they, great. That's fine. You're, you're doing a job, you're getting compensated for your skill and that's all it needs to be for you. That's fine. Yeah, that's um, it. At a baseline, that's really, like, it's the case for everybody. I think that's a minimum requirement for anybody. Like if well, I wasn't right. paid, I mean, I if we, if we were independently wealthy, we may not be working our current or any job. That's okay. Yeah. That goes without saying, but, but why then? Like my attitude is if I'm going to do that, I should at least agree with the company on what they're trying to do and where they want to go. I should have alignment there. And so if I look at mission, vision, values, I think, okay, what is the goal to improve people's lives by, you know, blank? Uh, the objective is to do this by offering technology, which does this this concrete thing. Okay. Mm -hmm. The operating principles are be open and honest and wear a hat every Tuesday, whatever they are, right? It doesn't matter <laughs> what they are. My, my challenge with this is always is I've yet to see an organization in all of my experience, both, both working for companies as well as, as partnering with them. And, and I've never seen a company who really takes the next step and doubles down on that. So like, I think, and that's where I think you get, you get cranky about it because you say, oh, it's all the same thing and it's mushy, mushy. And everybody knows why we're here. It doesn't need to be said. No, I think it needs to be defined. I think it needs to be said. I think what happens is in practice, organizations then don't respect that. Yeah, they, a, put they don't repeat it. They don't, they don't instill that into the employee's mind as an actual thing they care about. Yeah. And then they're not seen operating according to those values in a really upfront way. And I think that's where, I think that's where a lot of the, uh, the, the, uh, what's the word I want to use? Um, like that's where a lot of the problems come in. That's where a lot of the, the jadedness sneaks in there. Maybe. All right. So we're, as, as usual, we're probably not actually fighting as much as talking past one another. It needs, you do need a definition of some kind. What I'm saying is don't get caught up in the, in, in coloring inside these clearly defined lines of mission, vision, values. Sometimes th those are those are a thought exercise, emphasis on exercise. What's important is the output. So if you come out with one unifying statement, great. You come out with a bulleted list of things that are important to you, great. Whatever, or all, all the above. All are fine. It, you don't, my point is, it doesn't need to, to fall into those, into those distinct areas. Because I've had opportunity now in a couple different places where in in um, 
executive settings talking about the mission vision values and and defining them and what they mean for us and or sometimes even even you know reconsidering what we had before and it's easy to get just wrapped up in 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 the in the terminology and and making sure that you're doing all three that you end up losing the forest for the trees you, know, you end up you, you're you're not focused on what's actually important and that's Coming up with just the compelling message, what the message looks like, how it's structured. I don't care. Well, I would, it's about, it's I would about the message agree. itself. Well, it, so I think this is that that may be where we're we're seeing past each other. Then it's important to have thought it through. Yes, it's important agreed. to have documented it. And it's important yes. that the entire team at all times be able to recite that from memory because they should understand why we're all glued together under this logo. What I think your point is, it, it does not have to follow the traditional corporate structure of yes. mission and vision and three values. Yes, exactly. We get yeah. we we. Yeah, you're you're weaseling out of it a little bit because I think you changed weasel. your tune there. No. You, I'm getting real mm-hmm. tired of you ducking me, man. Uh, <laughs> Where's my money, man? Where's my money? Um, yeah. So I think I, but I think if you're if you're going to do it, if you're going to spend the time, if it's traditional mission, you know, mission, vision, value, if it's something else, you're going to spend the time doing the thought experiment. That's the important work, right? The important yeah, work is the thought experiment. At that point, you're not getting twisted up on putting it into words because that's the easy part, repeating it and then and then instilling it into the way that you handle all facets of the business. I think that's what gets lost. <laughs> so boardrooms spend a ton of time. And this is, I think, where your point comes in. Boardrooms spend a ton of time wringing their hands over this stuff with no real organizational impact. Why is that? Because the message is not being communicated and people aren't keeping it top of mind. Uh, well, okay. Which is where I go into, okay, whatever it is, whatever it looks like, A, have thought about it, be really clear about it, but then you also need to get it into people's heads and start operating in accordance with that. Okay. So, so okay, maybe there is a little bit of a distinction here then because I don't, it's not as simple as communicating it. It's the, it's, it's feeling it. We talked about the Google don't be evil thing. That is something that you can just intrinsically and inherently and emotionally get behind. I think a lot of these boardroom discussions happen and they come up with this messaging and it is so death by committee. It is so devoid of heart and energy and emotion either because you know they, yeah, but that's a they, mo- that's a motto that's not no, a mission no, no, vision no. yeah that's a value no but even but that's mission, not a mission, mission or a vision even no mission, that's vision not values. a mission or a vision no, it's e- not don't be evil is a value okay fine fine I'm, that's not my point my point is that was something that people could easily pick up google employees we we don't know what we had to look up what that was replaced with and nobody remembers it now like this is just a footnote in history at this point no google Imp- wants to be evil that's, Imp- that's, 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 talked that's about the this. obvious implication <laughs> <laughs> so but employees don't remember it you know go to any average employee at any company well, that, no no that's they, my point they don't rem- they don't remember it because the leaders aren't bought into it and they're not repeating it. Just yeah, because it's, we right, it's just because maybe I'm talking we spend, about. I'm talking about the buy-in. Just because we spend maybe too many cycles that Frank would have patience for coming up with the exact verbiage doesn't mean that your leaders have to communicate that exact verbiage, right? What you communicate, what you feel can be expressed in different ways. The idea is the important part, not yeah, the exact words. I agree. Now, that having been said, you got to have precise words to put on the document. I, or I agree with do, that, but, too. We're yeah, st- <laughs> so it's 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 important, but but no, because 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 where we're getting mixed up here, you're trying to tell me that that the exact words or structure don't matter. It's what you feel. No, that's that's we're saying the same thing, right? <laughs> what you feel it, because you have to feel it, you have to buy into it so that you can instill it in your team, and like- that's the piece. <laughs> that's the piece that I'm. You're you're struggling. You're you're hung up on. Is it simple enough to feel? I'm hung up on. Not simple does anybody enough to actually. Does anybody actually know that you you feel it? Does anybody care that you feel it? And are you trying to propagate it? That's yeah, it, the piece that I'm getting not, at. Okay, I'm not. <laughs> we, okay, it's if if you if there is weight behind it, the message naturally flows because because you have the energy and the and the emotion behind it, and so you want to promote it. If the message is devoid of that of that heart of that authenticity, it does not it does not get promoted. 
even if so it's it's not simply the act of and you got to make sure that you're pushing this every day well authenticity you got to be careful with authenticity there because these are all manufactured they're all artificial in a certain sense well i mean i mean you're getting really metaphysical here because if you go far yeah, enough, it's like in the Avengers, everything, like all words are made up. <laughs> that's right. All words are made. Up. I mean, eventually you get to a point where everything is fabricated nonsense. And why are you and I even sitting here having this conversation? You know, you be careful with that slippery right. slope. That's not what I'm saying. My point is that if, 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 if there's, if there's real weight, meaning whatever word you want to choose behind it, the message is going to almost promote itself. Yes, you're going to you're going to be more inclined to do the promoting of it and people are going to be more receptive to it. And then they in turn are going to be more willing and eager to tell others about it. That's why Don't Be Evil was just so it was easy yeah. to get. No, behind. We're actually, we actually are going to wind up disagreeing here. I don't think it's it enough to have something time. that's compelling and people actually flock to it. I think you still, as a leader, you are in yes. charge of making sure that 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 message gets propagated. And what I'm saying is, if your message didn't suck, your message would prop almost propagate itself. So if you're having a hard time getting people, well, so behind you're, so your you're message, coming in with a default assumption that, like, let's say you have like X corporation, okay, okay, widget, corp. your your default assumption is that their 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 VMV just sucks. Well, I mean, on the I'm face not, of it, I'm you not just def- assume that they are devoid of any actual punch or meaning. No, I, that's no, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying at all. I'm saying if 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 your messaging is not getting across, if you are not successful in getting the buy in from your org, from your team in doing it, then, yes, your message sucks. But only if that is the case, you know, if if <laughs> yes, red is only red. If it's red, I don't see where you're going with that. Well, logic. There are ones that are. By contrast, just there are repeating ones that a tautology. Don't, no, there are ones that no, by contrast, there are ones that don't suck and do and and can get promoted out na- almost naturally. Like and I'm so again, I'm using this Google thing because we talked about, it, but it's a perfect example. That thing went absolutely viral. And so it you know, it it, it pushed itself well, it went, out into the into so the common it, parlance because it was yeah, just but, so but good only, and easy to get behind. Yeah, but only only after Google was already in the news constantly anyway. Well, fine. And there needs okay. to be an end as a contrast to uh, to the technology scene of the 80s. Right. That had become very corporate and stuffy. And this was Google. This was the web, man. It's cool. It's hip. It's, <laughs> you know, it's Google. Don't be evil. You know, it's mm-hmm, all this kind mm-hmm. of stuff coming in. I think there was unfair waiting to that. But I think your point is your point is salient. Like, have it it can have punch it can be casual it doesn't have to be well our mission is to ensure that all members of the i don't care how it's phrased i don't care if it's formal or informal it's can people you know will people go oh yeah i can get behind that i like so for example i like the sound of that for example Let's say uh, I'm 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 going to be going away on business here in the next couple of days, and I I took my blazer to the dry cleaner, right? Okay. So so let's say let's say I run a dry cleaner. Okay. Okay. Let's do this. Let's do this exercise for for the dry cleaner. Okay. Right? All right. What you know? Uh, I think I think if we're meeting in the middle here, we would say, do we need a mission and a vision and a values and all this kind of very structured? Probably not. It could okay. be just a motto. Could be. Right? Right. And the motto exactly. would be make everyone look great. There, That's, we're done. Yeah. Like we, it took it took five seconds. We're bought in, and we can repeat that because it matters. It's the actual reason the business is in business, right? When we do business, people look great, and that's what we're here to do. Boom, done. Yes. I don't and think that works for a $2 billion corporation. Why you not? may want some additional shades of you you can expand, you can evolve, and you can you can add nuance to that over time. Right. I'm not upset about that. My problem is when companies get to that point and then they lose the repeating it part. Like if I own a dry cleaner okay. and my motto is make everyone look great, I'm saying that every morning. Yeah, it, should, and it, it doesn't. His and it doesn't matter if you came in the door wanting to make everybody look great. It doesn't matter. Maybe you just needed a job. You've got you've got no job, and I was hiring, and it pays what you need to make. And so now you're here. I'm going to say, look, our goal here is to make everybody look great, right? And I'm going to repeat that to you. Right. And eventually, you're either going to get exhausted and leave because you're tired of hearing me saying it because you don't care that everybody looks great, or 
you're going to start saying, yeah, I go to work every day and I make everyone look right. That's the point of these, right. whether it's just a motto like don't be evil or whether it's mission vision values. It's but but you can have it and it can be formal or informal. It can have punch or it can have appeal or it can be organic or or anything. If you're not repeating it, it might as well not exist. And then I think your point really comes into full swing. Then why did you spend all that time with a consultant to come up with it in the first place? Yeah. So you're so yes, you do have to repeat it. What I will I will piggyback on that and suggest that yes, you do have to repeat it. If your message is good, like I think this dry cleaner one is actually really good. You know, if 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 your message is is concise, it's something that it's easy to understand and easy to get behind. It's something you can support. Then the effort required on your part and the part of others in pushing that message, in communicating that message, that 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 um, the resistance level goes down and it becomes easier to communicate because it's just an easy message to un- to understand. And so in, in concrete terms. I can simply say we make people look great versus and and that's that's it like it, it is everything you need to know versus employees of alphabet and its subsidiaries and controlled affiliates to do the right thing follow the law act on like now it actually like even in the well, even so, in the wording like they had to add their own explanation to it the right thing colon explanation for what well, but, actually but, follows so but but uh, so it's just making it easier but to, but to that communicate goes back the to message, the point. less effort to communicate. The yeah, but but that that goes back to we we but that that goes back to what I said before. You can have a formal kind of written out, very specifically worded mission statement. Okay, and then as you're communicating it to your team, it, if I'm if I'm working at Alphabet, what I'm communicating to the team is do the right thing. Because that is, it's short, it's impactful, and mm-hmm. I can get behind that. Do the right thing. Yeah, yeah. Nobody's anybody that raises their hand and says, hey, boss, I don't think that's the right way to do business. Well, then I'm going to meet with them with HR in the afternoon, and they're <laughs> going to get a box shipped to their desk, right? Like that's, you know, that's an easy one to solve for. But I think, right. so I think, I think it can be both. It, it can be something that's longer form. My point, and going back to the Fast Company article, they're saying one of their pieces of advice is ensure that employees and your management are engaged with the mission vision value if that's right. what you do or if it's a motto like don't be evil like ensure that your employees are adequately engaged with what you're trying to accomplish as a business mm-hmm. i think that's good advice and i'm saying that's where that's where i think i've fallen short uh at times of making sure that that is part of the message that i'm propagating along with the way my team does things and our operating principles and and those other kind of things. I agree with all of that. And to that, I will add that part of the reason that I suspect that you have failed in redelivering, you know, the higher level company mission, vision values is because it's not a thing that has a whole lot of weight behind it. You know, no, it is. It is in our case. I'm going to know flat out. That's actually, Yeah. yeah, that's actually not the case. Our vision is to make so we work in the healthcare space, and ultimately, uh, the people's lives that we touch are in Medicare and Medicaid. And okay. so, our mission if if we do our job well, then Medicare and Medicaid beneficiaries have a uh, have a more uh, better outcomes in 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 the CMS system. Like what's so so you're gonna tell me if I go work for Nike, like I'm making shoes that's mm-hmm. a better value than helping okay. people navigate the healthcare system that need it? Like I think that's a pretty that's so you got some buy, weight. So, you, so it's got some I'm weight bought behind in. Yeah, you bought I can in. buy in. And so yeah. you're and so you are just pinning the blame, and this is totally fine. You know, two things can be true at once. That uh, you know, it's a good message, and you have just you think you have personally done a a, a, a bad job, job at, at instilling that at instilling yeah. that and re and rebuilding yeah. that. Okay. That's yeah, that's entirely possible. And I could, yes, I, I get it. That's entirely possible. What we have been, the hypothetical that we have been discussing here is uh, at least let me rephrase the hypothetical that I have been discussing is uh, <laughs> one of the, what, that I have been trying to express in this conversation is mm-hmm. that if you're having trouble communicating the message or you don't have any you you you're you're failing to do so for you know one of the things that one of the reasons it might be failing is because the messaging itself sucks and it doesn't have 
that kind of emotional weight behind it. But that's a good message. And, you know, so we're talking about so so your your failure to, you know, rebroadcast it that's just a you know that's a you problem that's not a that's not a messaging problem no, it is. which is it which is. is yeah it's just that can happen it's just too. an oversight that's just an like, oversight just, i've just i've just failed to right so this so to make sure that that's done yeah so two so then two takeaways here on on the chris side we've got um re make sure that you are like you said chief repeating officer make sure you're mm-hmm. re rebroadcasting that message and doing so consistently on the Frank side, make sure that your message is worth rebroadcasting, because if it's not yeah. worth rebroadcasting, then nobody's going to do no, it. Nobody's going to do it. Yeah. Yeah, so, I would agree. So there's there's then, two good points in there. And then yeah. Frank is an ass. There's there's that. Too. I was going to say Chris is a dumbass. So, yeah, <laughs> we, we went full circle. Now we're back in agreement. Everybody sucks. And with that, try suck less tomorrow. You know, yeah, I'm just trying to you know, suck a little less. It is what it is. All right. Well, this is actually this was uh, a really good conversation and honestly might be the first time that we we ended up. Uh, I don't know. Is that a true disagreement? I wouldn't. I mean, most times we end up coming at it from two different angles. I can't tell if we actually disagreed at the end of that one I or don't, not. I don't know. It's I too, don't know. Yeah. Well, you tell us. Feedback at Refactor. Good, good sparring match, though. Yeah, that was good. I oh, I, the 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 boxing bell was a, a great investment. It, it, you know, it's a little <laughs> big on the wall over here, but it's you know, yeah. it's definitely. Well, um, you, you, we all make sacrifices. You yeah. can stop grandstanding. I mean, you've, yeah, it's definitely worth it. Um, so let us know what you thought. Uh, you thought of it. Feedback at refactor.work. Uh, show notes. And uh, you can actually listen to episodes natively on the website. Refactored.work. W-O-R-K. It's a real top level domain, people. Um, let's see. We are going to be. Oh, FYI. I should have started with this. So we're actually going to be taking off next week. Um, One whole we tr- week. Yeah, we're going to take off. We're, we're gonna lazy. Take we 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 tried to squeeze in things, but we ended up having a, a confluence of overlapping vacations, and so it's just not going to work out. So we're going to take some R and R off next week, back the following week, uh, bright and ugly. So just a heads up <laughs> about that. Let's see. Uh, if you want to hear more about Chris, chris.tonkinson.com. For myself, www.hotcoals, K-O-E-H-L-S dot com. Uh, this has been episode 29 of the Refactored podcast on June 15th, 2021. Thanks, Chris. Thanks, folks. We'll catch you next time. Thanks, man. <laughs>